Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Uh, with all the stuff going on in the world, you might not realize that this week is Fire Prevention Week. Huh? Did you know that? Uh, and again, I have a feeling, and, and Dave's probably going to echo this, that with more, more of us at home and doing stuff at home, that perhaps the home should be the focus of uh, Fire Prevention Week uh, this week. Uh, to talk more about all of this, Fire Chief of the City of Hamilton, David Cunliff, is with us. He's here now. Dave, thanks for the time. I hope you're doing well. Thanks, Scott. I am doing well. I hope you are as well. Yeah, we're trying. So, you know, we've talked to many uh, industries, businesses and such. Everything has kind of changed because of COVID. Um, how has it changed the fire service? I mean, are you seeing an increase in certain calls, a decrease in certain calls? How? how what, what's it like uh, being a firefighter during a pandemic? Well, our world certainly changed too, Scott. I mean, uh, just in terms of uh, how we're responding to uh, assist at uh, life-threatening medical calls now, Firefighters are wearing their breathing apparatus that they typically would have wore at uh, into environments that uh, could be contaminated. So we're, that's a whole different environment for us. We need to do that to make sure our folks are safe. Certainly in the early stages in the uh, springtime, we saw a, a big increase in uh, burning complaints, people burning because, as you remember, uh, everybody got kind of antsy until we were able to get outside a little bit, and then everybody wanted to work outside. So that started to cause some issues. People were having fires, and then... During the summer months, people wanted to have those bonfires and campfires where they couldn't. But mm. um, we're also seeing uh, an increase in, in, in some of the fires within our homes. And so to your point, you know, during Fire Prevention Week, we want to make sure we let the folks within the city know that they need to be more diligent and more careful, certainly in the kitchen. So obviously, because more are spending time at home, we remember at the beginning of all of this, people were going on a cooking frenzy and baking bread and doing all kinds of things. So with people in the house more, obviously, you're going to have more incidents and you've decided to concentrate, obviously, around the kitchen. Yeah, that theme is not only being used here in Hamilton, it's all across the province and the country. And the theme is serve up fire safety in the kitchen. And what we're trying to tell people is... Um, Cooking fires are still one of the top leading causes of, of house fires here in the city of Hamilton, along with uh, careless smoking and then electrical or mechanical type issues. You know, Scott, we, we looked at our statistics for last year, and we had 235 structure fires here in the city. 178 of them were in the home, and of those, we had 39 that were occurred in the kitchen. And, you know, all of these fires are absolutely preventable. Um, a lot of them, 24 was because unattended cooking. So people put things on the stove, they get distracted, or in some cases, uh, you know, in that early morning hour when they just need something to eat, they fall asleep. And it can be extremely, extremely dangerous. We've lost too many lives over the years as a result of cooking fires. And obviously, I'm sure smoke alarm's the best uh, first, uh, first round of defense here. Well, yes, absolutely. And uh, we certainly encourage during... Uh, Fire Prevention Week, and as we encourage throughout the year, that uh, people need to ensure that they have working smoke alarms in their house. Uh, the Ontario Fire Code uh, mandates that there is a, a working smoke alarm on all levels of a home, uh, and, including the one that's uh, outside the sleeping areas. So if, uh, if your listeners haven't uh, to this point, they need to go and check those smoke alarms, make sure they're operable, make sure they work. And then the other part is, is to know that when they hear that smoke alarm go off, we need them to get out of the house. So they need to have an escape plan. They have to practice it. They need to know where to go once they get out of the house so they can call 911 from a safe place. 
So you talked about fires on stoves and such and, and, and incidents of uh, cooking. And as you pointed out, the majority or a good portion of those people put something on the stove and then walk away and, and, and off she goes. What sort of, uh, for example, say all of a sudden someone finds something erupt on the stove in the kitchen. What do you do? I mean, obviously every scenario is different, but, but any advice there? Yeah, absolutely, Scott. And I just want to point out before I answer that, I did talk. I talked about the number of actual fires we've had, but in, in uh, 2019, we had over 154 instances where we were called for pots on the stove where it hadn't quite caught fire yet, but we had a lot of smoke. So to your point, and that's really what what this means is, if you come across, if you happen to get uh, in your home and you go in and you've left something on the stove and you see that you have a have a fire, one of the things is is that we don't want you to take a chance. So if you can safely put a lid on that pot, because we always suggest if you're cooking with pots, have a have the right size lid there close by. So that if something happens, you can slide it on easily. But by all means, don't be doing it if you're putting yourself at risk. If you have a fire, you know, and you can't control it, get out of the house and call 911. What we don't want you to do is pick up that pot and start walking or running through the house to try and get it outside or get it to the bathroom so you can throw water on it because that's just going to make it worse. The water is going to make it explode if it's grease, or the other part is if you fall or it spills out, it now spreads that fire all over, and heaven forbid it could spread on you. So what about fire extinguishers, that sort of thing? How is impor- How important is it to have something like that in the kitchen? Absolutely. We recommend, highly recommend that you have a fire extinguisher that's accessible uh, in the kitchen area. Uh, a dry chemical uh, extinguisher or what we call a class K extinguisher, which is actually meant for the kitchen. And uh, you want to make sure you've got one that's of a relative uh, good size, uh, depending on how much cooking you do. Um, that way you can uh, stay at a safe distance. You can uh, point the, ex- the extinguisher and, and you can um, let it go uh, so it sprays over the area that's on fire and it smothers it out. But again, we don't want people doing that if they're going to be putting themselves at risk. Uh, we want them to get out because the last thing we need is somebody to lose their life while trying to put out a fire. And in the stats that you were just talking about, Dave, so you've definitely seen an increase in kitchen fires and such uh, through COVID-19 as a result of all this. I didn't want to cloud that for you. Well, we, we're seeing an increase certainly in in, in, uh, in, in our numbers. Uh, the other thing too, uh, Scott, just uh uh, is the the uh, barbecue fires. Uh, we also are seeing a number of fires that are happening on back decks. Uh, again, people are putting things on barbecues. One of the big things is people forget, uh, for whatever reason, to clean the barbecue. You know, mm. if you're using it a lot uh, during the good weather, uh, we got grease buildup on the grill and onto the cooking uh, areas. Uh, if you don't clean these things uh, and you use them, you put the lid down, They'll uh, the fire the heat will build up very quickly and next thing you know the barbecue's on fire flames are coming out it's now going after the hose lines that are either the natural gas or the propane and soon that fire is bigger and it's now lapping up the side of the house or onto the deck so that's another place we want people to be uh, mindful of this week. Wow, yeah, you know, there you go. And we certainly see how more people are getting out in their backyards as a result of this, just to to get out and, and a little bit of relief from cabin fever. Uh, also seeing, you know, a lot of those little things with the bonfires in them that you can, uh, you know, use outdoors. What is the What are the bylaws around those? Can we use those? Uh, what, what's the deal with those little fireplace things you see that you can buy at garden centers and such? 
Yeah, so great question because uh, in the urban areas of the city, uh, that type of burning out uh, and use of those types of uh, appliances is not allowed. You can use propane fired, uh, propane fired or natural gas fired uh, little uh, uh, fireplaces uh, are are allowed in the city, but open air burning is not uh, for uh, for that type of use. In the urban areas, uh, we do have burn permits that uh, we provide uh, to residents uh, for a fee. And that's typically done in the rural areas, the agricultural type area, where they're having to, uh, you know, burn brush or clean uh, orchards and things of that nature. So a website we can go to to get an update on all of this and just some good uh, fire protection tips? Yeah, the best place to go is hamilton.ca backslash fire. Um, on that site, uh, you'll get not only fire prevention uh, tips, uh, you'll learn more about the Hamilton Fire Department, and you'll also learn that we have a couple of contests going on this week for staff. One is through social media, that if people want to tweet out and retweet some of the, uh, the cooking tips, the cooking safety tips we're putting out, there's an opportunity for them to win some prizes. And we're also offering a Chief of the Day contest this week for children if they want to uh, uh, participate in a home fire safety inspection and then send the results in to us at the fire department. All right, it is Fire Prevention Week in Hamilton, certainly with a COVID-19 spin, as with everything nowadays. David Cunliffe has been with us, Fire Chief for the City of Hamilton. Dave, thanks for the time, as always. Stay safe. You too, Scott. Thank you so much. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.